Welcome to Ascend Sounds, a podcast developed by the creators of the Women in Technology World series, featuring thought-provoking episodes from guest speakers sharing their lessons, ideas and advice across career, diversity, technology and business. Software culture does not understand prevention. And the other day, I was walking, I was very lucky, I was in Sri Lanka for another conference, and we were climbing this mountain, Siguria, and it came to me that there's a really real good reason why software culture does not understand prevention. And that is, if you would walk in the ancient days in these carved uh, stairs, you would be scared to shit. You would walk very carefully amongst those stairs because all your senses are telling you to be afraid. And that's the main difference with software culture. In software, your senses are not telling you anything. You don't feel how insecure you are. You don't feel the risk. You don't see the risk. You need to think about the risk. And we are not so good at doing that. That needs to change. And that is not all. So the first fact is already that security does not come natural in software development. And then on top of that, I'm going to show you how security is also changing, how security is getting worse and worse in the current world, because there, have, there are some things that have fundamentally changed and that will always remain changing for the rest of our lives and the rest of IT life. So first of all, um, you have heard something about Agile, um, and with Agile, focus shifted to speed and nothing else. So what do you see? You see a bunch of startups, a lot of immature tooling that came from these startups, and everybody is adopting this with a crazy fast rate. This tooling is not mature to use yet, and, but speed is of the essence, because your competitors are going so fast, and you need to keep up. And um, product owners who, came, who became the lead of every sprint you are doing, product, product owners have a bias towards business value, which is logical because they come from the business. They do not come from security. Um, and also, there's a lot of technology which is really in the development frontier. It's not ready to use yet, or it might be ready to use, but then you need to think more about what security measures do I need to add to this situation. Um, and with Agile came continuous delivery. So continuous delivery is, yes, we can now build things in little pieces, but now we can also put them into production. Continuous delivery. And um, with daily development, things have also changed because before there was a central security team. You had one release per year, maybe two, and every time you went towards a release, you would, I don't know, tell somebody from the security team, or maybe they found out themselves, and then they would assess the security of your application with their expertise. And right now, if you are in a world of continuous delivery and you're pushing out code multiple times per day, two or maybe three people see the code. The one who develops, the one who does the peer review on what the other one developed, and maybe a tester, but that's not even obliged in the current world anymore. So two or three people see the code, no one with any security expertise, because mostly developers don't have security expertise, because that was an optional module in school. Okay, um, and nobody took it because it sounded boring. Um, so um, 
most of the time with constant change, that means that if we still want two or three people to push out a new piece of code to production, then these people need to know more about security than they currently do. It needs to change. Next, everything is connected. Security was so easy when we only had like no internet, because then you basically only had physical access to manage, and that was it. And now the internet is not going away anymore, and it's even getting worse because IoT is everywhere, AI, machine learning. Do we know what new vulnerabilities we are introducing with these tools? 60% of IoT devices that customers use have still the default password running. It's an entry point to your application. So you need to help customers to protect themselves. It's changed. And also, where IT used to be some kind of layer on top of your business, it is now the core of your business. It affects everything. So that means that the, 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 the amount of liability that you're seeing there is changed. It's in the heart of your business. So next up, uh, autonomous teams. So I already told you something about autonomous teams. Teams are self-organized. And they are free to choose which new languages they are adopting, which new techniques they are adopting, which new architectures. So if, if they have the autonomy to do so, they also need to have the knowledge to take responsibility for their choices. Security needs to be embedded into your teams. And last of all, we see changing roles. So we see a lot of people who used to be only um, for instance, somebody who handled infrastructure. But now, this one infrastructure person is in a team, a DevOps team, and in that DevOps team, there is mostly not a second, a second infrastructure person. So what happens, somebody from development becomes T-shaped. So that means they start doing something they never did before. Basically, that's what T-shaped means. And yes, they will get better at it, and yes, they will get the hang of it, but currently, they are very junior at their task. Can they handle security for this new task that they are junior at? That's a question. Everybody's experimenting, and teams are norming and storming all over, right? And in this, basically, the strategy that most companies are following towards security is hope. Maybe that's a little bit thin, right? Follow us to stay updated on our latest podcast releases or for more content and opportunity to connect with the fastest growing women in tech community, head to ascend.women-in-technology.com.